Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Rafuwa Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Haravamita ben Shoshana, Lehemincha bat Kittel, Shaul ben Brita, and Dalit bat Shoshana. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yerachmiah Daniel ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and the memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parsha's Kitzavai, Facts of Life. Our Parsha continues Moshe's final address to the Jewish people. He begins by teaching the laws applicable once the Jewish nation settles down in the land of Israel. The first commandment is Bikurim, the mitzvah of bringing the first fruit of each year's harvest to the Mishkan or Besamikdash. This applied only to the seven fruits and produce that Israel is known for, wheat, barley, dates, figs, grapes, pomegranates, and olives. Each year, people from across Israel would join the procession of farmers bringing their fruit to the Mishkan to God and they would sing, dance, play musical instruments, and accompany these farmers as they performed this special and unique mitzvah. Moshe continues with the laws with the mitzvah of Miser, giving a percentage of one's produce or money to the Kohanim, to the priests, to the Leviites, to the Levites, and to people in need. There's also a Miser, as we spoke earlier, Miser Shani, where a person must give, and it can only be eaten and give money, and use the money in Jerusalem. However, a question comes to mind. When bringing the Bikurim, the first fruit of each year's harvest, a person must wave the basket of fruit and say a special prayer. And after concluding the prayer, they must kneel and bow before leaving the Mishkan, before leaving the Bismikdash, before leaving God's presence. As the Pasuk writes, Hashem You shall place the basket of fruit before God, Hashem And you shall bow before the Lord your God. But there aren't many mitzvahs, there aren't many commandments that require bowing to complete and fulfill its obligation. So why is bowing a part of completing the unique mitzvah of bringing Bikurim? One of the many answers given is that kneeling and bowing is required always before exiting the Mishkan or Bismikdash. Just as people bow their heads and curtsy before a king or queen, we must bow prior to leaving the home of the king of kings, Melech Machayim Lachim HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Lord our God. This custom is still in practice in England and in other countries where monarchies still exist. When people come in the presence of the monarch, they are required to incline their head as a sign of respect. Since the farmers were in God's presence, they must bow before they leave as a sign of respect. However, of Shneir Zalman of Liadi, the Alter Rebbe, the first Chabad Rebbe, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that we bow specifically by Bikurim, by bringing the first fruit, because that is how we show genuine and sincere gratitude. The Jewish definition of gratitude is acknowledging that we lack the ability to complete our mission and duty without assistance. Whether it is encouragement from our friends or support from our family, appreciation is recognizing their hand in our success. The Alter Rebbe explains that we bow by Bikurim specifically for represents that we realize that God is the source of our success. He is the true and only reason we have fruits to give and blessings to share with the world. The Alter Rebbe's powerful lesson about the underlying truth of gratitude is practical now more than ever. Since we live in a world that values immediate gratification because how they feel is more important than their ultimate goals, rather than realizing the importance of gradual but sustained happiness and success, they seek instant pleasure and bliss. 
However, the Jewish idea of gratitude is recognizing that I am not in charge, entirely contradicting the notion of selfishness. Jewish gratitude is admitting that I need God to give me life consistently. I need a spouse to complete my godly soul. I need the light of the Torah to pave my path in this dark world. I need friends and family to motivate me to stay on the right course. And most importantly, I need God because without Him, I am nothing. There's a powerful quote about gratitude. It is not joy that makes us grateful. It is gratitude that makes us joyful. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.